Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? Are you okay? I'm fine. I just hope you're doing all right. Well, I think it's exhausting. There's all these musicals and theatre productions to see online. There's all these skills to learn and DIY things and cooking and doing PE with this, that and the other. I'm exhausted. Um, We have got a treadmill, though, that has arrived, which I'm very happy about. Although I think we're going to have some sort of rotor because it seems everybody in the house wants to use it at exactly the same time. So I think a rotor might be needed. Um, But yes, that's going really well. And we're hanging in there. We're all still sane. We're all still talking to each other. Um, I am even wiping down the antibacterial spray with antibacterial spray. So let me explain. When we got a delivery in, um, one of the things I'd managed to get was a bottle of antibacterial spray. But we are wiping everything down. You know, you can't be a leaf that flutters in through a window without being zapped by antibacterial spray, spray in our house. So yes, I used antibacterial spray to clean a bottle of antibacterial spray. Uh, It's a strange world. Now, can we just talk TV? Because I really need some suggestions. Um, I decided that I was going to watch a bit of Netflix. We're very lucky. We have Netflix and Amazon Prime. Um, And I I just couldn't find anything because there's too much choice. I don't know if you find that, but you start watching a program and you give it maybe three, four minutes. And if you don't like it, you think, oh, no, well, maybe it's just me. But I think, oh, no, it's not for me. I'll try something else. I'll try something else. And I'm not finding the series that I would really enjoy. You know, I used to love West Wing. That that was a really good series. And um, The Good Wife, um, Suits, all things like that. I mean, you know me, I love a legal drama, but anything like that. And I can't find it at all. So... If you've got any recommendation, anything that you're enjoying, um, something that I have enjoyed watching that uh, another person recommended to me is on BBC. Now, I know people listen to this podcast around the world, which is amazing. And I don't know if you can get BBC TV, but there is something called The Detectorists. And it's the slowest, most gentle series. I think there's three series they've got now. And it's just centred on around two male characters um, that like to do metal detecting. And there's a lot of them being filmed in a field, just 
chatting about University Challenge, which is a quiz show on British TV, or about what they might find or what they haven't found. Um, and I love it. I love it because it reminds me of a summertime, a British summertime, when you can be in a field and be together and just enjoy life. I love it that it's a slower pace, that there's nothing awful in it. Um, I love sometimes how the camera then scrolls down below the earth and you can see if there is any treasure actually hidden there. Um, I love the sort of the conflict. There's a, another group of uh, metal detectors that um, the people that do metal detecting that are in competition. And it's just a very slow but very lovely series. So I've enjoyed that. Um, another one I've enjoyed is called This Country, which just makes me laugh, um, which is a sort of a mockumentary. It's a pretend documentary on uh, young people in the countryside. And it, it is just funny. But apparently some people have actually thought that that's true and that the camera crew is sort of mocking uh this uh, these two cousins and, and their life but no it is scripted it is a drama and it and it's done brilliantly um so those are the ones i've enjoyed but i really need to get into something new either something funny or something really good like west wing or something like that maybe i should just go back and watch every episode of west wing because that would keep me busy for a little while but anyway enough about that Let's talk about some books because I've got some really, really good ones to talk to you about. So the first one I want to talk to you about is called Ash Mountain and it's by Helen Fitzgerald. And I'm just looking to see when it's published. Yes, published 14th of May. So you don't have that long to go. And I wasn't sure when I was sent this book if I would be able to read it in this in these current circumstances we find ourselves in. But I could. It was so different. I found it really gripping and it it was fine to read and I got really into it. So let me tell you a bit about it. Fran hates her hometown and she thought she'd escaped. But her father is ill and needs care. Her relationship is over and she hates her dead-end job in the city anyway. She returns home to nurse her dying father, her distant teenage daughter in tow for the weekends. There, in the sleepy town of Ash Mountain, childhood memories prick at her fragile self-esteem and she falls in love for the first time and her demanding dad tests her patience all in the unbearable heat of an Australian summer. As past friendships and rivalries are renewed and new ones forged, Fran's tumultuous home life is the least of her worries. When old crimes rear their heads and a devastating bushfire ravages the town and all of its inhabitants. I, I I've read other books uh, by Helen Fitzgerald. You might have read, heard about The Cry, which is um, one very well known. I really enjoyed this one. Helen Fitzgerald, the author, makes you work hard as a reader. She doesn't give you an easy ride. She presents her characters and love them or leave them. That is who they are. Um, she doesn't gently lead you by the hand. She just pow you're straight into these characters and their lives and, and the first chapter is when the fire is happening um, and then the book takes you back in time revealing different elements it, it's like it's like revealing the layers of a very hot chili rather than an onion if that makes sense it's a great book it's a, a fresh style of writing I know she's an accomplished writer but it, it's different to a lot of um, mainstream 
thrillers that you have out there. So if you're looking for something different, it's a bit more vivid, um, then I would really recommend this book to you. So it's called Ash Mountain uh, by Helen Fitzgerald, published by Arenda Books, and it's out in the beginning of May, 14th of May. So not long to wait and well worth a read. The next one is called All in Her Head by Nikki Smith. And the strap line is she can't trust anyone, especially herself. Uh, and oh gosh, I enjoyed this one. Let me get the details. So it was published the 2nd of April. So it's already out there and available. You can get it on ebook, audio, uh, published by Orion. Um, and it's described as an emotionally charged suspense about the dark corners of a mother's mind. Perfect for fans of Erin uh, Kelly and Louise Cambish. Um, Alison is more alone than she's ever been. She is convinced that her ex-husband Jack is following her. She is certain she recognises the strange woman who keeps approaching her in the canteen. She knows she has a good reason to be afraid. She just can't remember why. Then the mention of one name turns her life upside down. Alison feels like she's losing her mind. But it could just lead her to the truth. And this is one of those books where you open it and immediately you feel unnerved and you worry for the main character and you don't know what the truth of the story is you don't know who to believe and it has you gripped and sort of on edge the whole time so if you like that sort of book that will just unnerve you just push you off track a little bit and keep you guessing then it's a great one great one to read so that is all in her head by nikki smith the next book I want to talk to you about is an Ellie Griffiths one. And if you haven't started the Ellie Griffiths series about Ruth Galloway, who is a forensic archaeologist, and if you like um, crime mystery books, then really I would commend this series to you. Ideally, start at the beginning, The Crossing Places. Uh, you can get these books in sets of 10, I believe now, so you can quite more effectively, financially effectively, get the first 10 books in, in one go. Then um, that's worth doing, because I, I think these are great. What I like about them is that they're harrowing, but they're not too harrowing. And the characters that continue throughout each book are wonderful. And you start to feel like you're, if I say you're among friends, that sounds wrong. But I'm finding at this point in time, I quite like to go back to something a bit more comforting. As I always say, when I read, I need to be able to picture everything quite quickly to enjoy the book. And because I've read this series, I can picture them very easily and everybody that I've recommended this series to have really enjoyed it and gone on to recommend it to somebody else so that I think that speaks volumes um, this one is about number six yes it is I've even written in the front of the book to stop people being confused six in series there we go and it's called The Outcast Dead Forensic archaeologist Dr Ruth Galloway has excavated a body from the grounds of Norwich Castle, once a prison. The body may be that of Victorian murderess Jemima Green, called Mother Hook for her claw-like hand. Jemima was hanged for the murder of five children. DCI Harry Nelson has no time for long-ago killers. Investigating the case of three infants found dead, one after the other, in their Kings Lynn home, he's convinced that their mother is responsible. Then a child goes missing. Could the abduction be linked to the long-dead Mother Hook? Ruth is pulled into the case and back towards Nelson. 
Now, if you hear that, you probably think, what is she going on about? That sounds very traumatic indeed. But actually, it's done in, say it's done in light ways wrong, but it's done in a very thoughtful, caring, considered way so that you don't carry the burden of the underlying themes and stories with you as you read it. Um, uh, it's got a film crew in this time that I really enjoyed. It's got uh, characters coming back that are just a joy to read and I just smile when I see their names on the page. Um, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to read number seven in this series. And uh, yeah, The Outcast Dead uh, by Ellie Griffiths. Um, but it starts with The Crossing Places if you are willing to start the whole series. She did write one book on its own that I'm just going to find out and tell you about. Yes, that's it, The Stranger Diaries. So if you haven't read any Ellie Griffiths before, don't want to commit to a whole series, but just want to get a feel for whether she's the sort of author that would be one that you would enjoy reading her books, then I would say The Stranger Diaries is a, is a really good one to try. I listen to it on audiobook, actually, um, but you can get it in all sorts of book book formats. Um, and I, as I say, I really enjoyed it. It's a bit of a spooky one, but I get scared very easily and I could cope with it. So that I think that says a lot. Um, now we're going to go on to a graphic novel. And I do have to say at this point, one of the reasons why a few weeks ago I thought about stopping the podcast was that I'm I'm just going to let myself read anything. Uh, as I say, if, if it's a tea towel with words on and it looks interesting, I'll read that. If it's a graphic novel and it consumes me, I'll read that. If it's a really good crime thriller, I'll read whatever. So don't judge me by the sort of books I'm going to be reading. I'm just looking for something to escape to. So bear with me on this journey and who knows what we'll come up with. But this is one called Injection um, by Ellis Shalvi Belair and I picked this up in a bookshop oh gosh about six weeks ago um, and it looked really good it's it um, had got the number one by it and so I thought it was the first in the series it was only when I started it that I realized actually it was third in the series which was really irritating but actually it didn't affect the reading of it at all I don't feel the need to go back to book one I don't know if I'll get the next one in the series. I am keen to read more graphic novels because, again, they visually present the picture to me. It's easier to read uh, and you get through them quicker. So there's a sense of achievement. Um, but anyway, let me let me read you the blurb on this one. That's right. Actually, as I'm reading the blurb, it says a new graphic novel series. So I read that and thought, ah, it's the first one. Anyway, once upon a time, five experts created an A.I., but one of them haunted it with something from the other world. Technologist Bridget Roth of the team that created the injection is sent to an installation on a Cornish moor to separate data from legend, an accident from murder. There's something inside the newly discovered stone ring buried on the moor and it was buried for good reason. Uh, I enjoyed this one. I found it fairly easy to read. Um, I There was some you know, twists and turns that I enjoyed. I could see some of what was going to happen. Um, but as I say, it was it was great. Would I buy the next one in the series if there is one? Probably not. But would I read more graphic novels? Yes, I absolutely would. So that was called Injection um, by Ellis, Shalvey and Belair. Um, and it turns out it's number three in the series. So that's good, isn't it? 
Uh, now, oh my goodness, I do have one more book to tell you about. This is very exciting. Now, occasionally I'm very lucky to get some uh, books sent in the post for me to read, sort of preview books, proof books. And this one arrived and my husband donned the old washing up gloves, donned the marigolds, carried this box through, opened it up, in the garage and left it there because we do have uh, some of us are vulnerable in the house so we've got to be very careful about what we expose each other to in terms of all these nasty germs floating around and uh, so my husband left it in there and said i couldn't touch it for 72 hours well i'm sorry it it's fine if you're going to say that easter eggs are, are not um, essential items we can't get them so be it no toilet paper so be it but this book no way was I waiting 72 hours. So I did get out the old antibacterial spray and I'm surprised there are still words left on the cover. I sprayed it so much because I had to read this. Now, the very first episode of this podcast, I talked about two of my favourite books, one of which was called 13 by Steve Kavanagh. And although Steve then wrote Twisted, that was a standalone, the next book in the series after 13 is called 5050 and that's what I was sent to read and I was so excited because it's a legal thriller it's a brilliant legal thriller it's a great series and Steve is just one of my sort of top two favorite authors really good so let me let me read this to you because I'm into I don't know how far am I page 98 of 350 and I am taking my time because Every word on the, in this book is brilliant. I don't want to zip through this. I just want to take my time because I am enjoying it so much. Anyway, so 50-50. Alexandra Avellino has just found her father's mutilated body and needs the police right away. She believes her sister killed him and that she's still in the house with a knife. Sophia Avellino has just found her father's mutilated body and needs the police right away. She believes her sister, Alexandra, did it and that she is still in the house locked in the bathroom. Both William, both William, sorry, both women are to go on trial at the same time. A joint trial in front of one jury, but one of these women is lying. One of them is a murderer sitting in a jail cell about to go on trial with her sister for murder. You might think that this is the last place she expected to be. You'd be wrong. Now, boy, can this chap write. Steve Kavanagh is, as I say, one of my top two favourite authors. I love his books. 13, um, the previous one in this series, was probably my top book of was it last year? No, it's the year before now. Gosh, that's how long I've been waiting for the follow-up. Um, and that's probably another reason why I'm not rushing through it, because I know it's going to be quite some time till the next one. Um, and I just want to enjoy every minute of it. So uh, the book isn't out until July, but you can pre-order it. And based on what I've read so far, you have to pre-order this book because it's gold dust. And if there is a shortage of books, um, being printed and published you're going to want to get your hands on this one it's incredible and I'm afraid there'll be another podcast of me telling you all about it when I finished it so yes if you're not into legal crime books who are you and uh, you're just going to have to put up with it I'm sorry but I will have other books to talk to you about don't worry so I think we've got through quite a few books today actually um, let's let's have a think we had Helen 
Fitzgerald, Ash Mountain. Um, we had All in Her Head, Nikki Smith. Um, Ellie Griffiths, The Outcast Dead. Uh, Injection by Ellis Shalvey Belair. And My Proof Coffee of 50-50 by Steve Kavanagh. So just take care of yourselves. Keep reading. Keep uh, contacting me. I love to hear from you. You know the ways you can get in touch. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, QuickBook Reviews. I'm on. You can email me. Uh, QuickBook Reviews at Outlook.com. And uh, just let me know how you're doing. What you're reading. Um, and if you've got any TV recommendations, please let me know because I do need something. Uh, to to keep me gripped that would be great so take care of yourselves and each other and myself and my antibacterial spray will look forward to talking to you again soon take care now bye bye you've been listening to the quick book reviews podcast that's enough books said no one ever see you again soon 